Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Chandra Stahl looking in front. Can't get it to... Here's Stahl looking in front. With it bumping in there. Here's Stahl looking in front. Can't get it to... Presley. Get back with more. Sabres Live, presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Slides in over the line. That took a shot. Are you ready, Legion of Doom? Here come the Buffalo Sabres. To this day. The only Game 7 win in franchise history. One of the better last-minute decisions I ever made was working in Toronto. Came down that day, called the box office. There was one ticket available. I actually didn't take it at first blush. Didn't know whether I should or not. Hung up. Called back a few minutes later. It was still available. It was about 14 rows up from the ice, right at the blue line. The Derek Plant went over and scored the winning goal against Ron Tugnut. So wow. it took me a while before I heard the RJ call. Um, but I didn't have to ask for it to be replayed because like so many others, it just lives on and on and on. And someone who knows the impact of his own words in sports most heightened moments is the great Mike Doc Emmerich, who is with us here on Sabres Live today. Hi, Doc. How are you? Well, I'm okay. I am uh, I am honored that you called to ask me to talk about RJ. I think there are probably a hundred guys that do the job that he and I did that would like to be on with you today to talk about RJ. Um, and, uh, you know... The, I can't do it without a smile today, even though it's sad, but I can't do it without a smile and thinking back over, oh, brother, overtime, mayday. I mean, those are some of the finest calls I've ever heard anybody give. And so as I think back over Rick, I, I can't help but have a smile in my voice, even though I'm so sad about his passing and for his family. Uh, what a magnificent broadcaster he was and the first time i ever got a, I, I was one of those ink stained wretches for a year uh in suburban pittsburgh and uh 70 71 was the season and the very first game the sabers played was on the road in pittsburgh and i was there covering it making notes and rick was there calling it 
And long after a lot of us retired, Rick was still past his 50 and 51st year calling Sabres games. I mean, that's just magnificent. What a legacy. Yeah, well, what a legacy is uh, is true there, Doc. Now, when you call the New Jersey Devils games on a regular, you know, schedule for years, um, and you would come to Buffalo or Buffalo would go to New Jersey, did you peek over to the other booth in certain moments of the game to see how RJ was, like, just projecting into the microphone? Could you hear him from the booth over? And was there a sense of, well, if he's that excited, I'm going to get a little bit more excited myself. Was there a little competition going on? Oh, no, it was nothing like that. I'll tell you, I, I always sought him out, whether he was sitting next to Jim Lawrence or or Danny Gare or uh, Harry Neal or Rob Ray or whoever he was with in the press room, uh, we would always go down uh, for the, the press meal at about, oh, 530 for a 7 o'clock game. And I would always gravitate over to them because everybody wants to have a laugh during the day. And so uh, the relationship with Rick each game would start with me venturing over to where those guys were sitting uh, they were already uh, pretty much through because they got there earlier than I did. But I knew that there would be something fun and something funny to talk about. It was never anything that involved a long face. No, um, at, at the odd, uh, he was in a different location than uh, those of us who were visitors were. Visiting television at the old odd was down in a bucket suspended from the balcony. And so we weren't near one another there. But we were in adjacent booths uh, when I would do a national game and, and he would be doing uh, the local uh, radio broadcast for the Sabres uh, at the time. They would, we would be in adjacent booths. And we would occasionally, for when I was with Fox or with NBC and occasionally ABC, we would turn the camera uh, on the home announcers that were always the ones there doing the game, especially if they had longevity, like Ken Cal in Detroit. And and uh, and RJ, of course, was doing simulcast. Uh, but when we were in for national television, he was only doing radio. But we would show him occasionally just so that people who might not be familiar, and I can't imagine who that would be, uh, would realize that here's the guy with Buffalo. What a testament that is, you know. And that, that is to never be taken for granted, that people that do the job as well as RJ and, as you mentioned, Ken, and there are so many. That's what makes local market stars of these individuals, because they just connect so greatly. But, Doc, you must have enjoyed those moments where you could say something great about your peers, because you've lived, you've walked in their shoes, right? Yeah, there were there were so many guys in in the city, but but Rick was special because he had been there since the very beginning, and then he continued on all those years. And that's longevity was one thing, but character was another. And I think that's part of the reason that we would turn the camera on him once in a while so people get to see him, just because he was not only longevity and he was the Sabres guy was he was, but he was character. I'll never forget where I was standing. At the old Meadowlands in New Jersey, and we were down in the underground area. Rick was about to go upstairs after the morning skate and, and uh, walk out the front door of the old Meadowlands. And 
I always like to talk about old historic things, and I said, do you remember much about the night that the great Tim Horton had the car crash? And he said, in the middle of the night, I got this call from the authorities in Canada, and they had, they had no connection with any of the family or with the Sabres, and they had no way to reach anyone. But they knew about me, and they found my number, and they called me in the middle of the night and said, can you help us reach the people that are family members and the people in charge? Because we, we just don't know. And so Rick was really the first one to learn of that. And, of course, the fact that he was known was the reason that they, they found his name and they called him and let him know of that tragic event. Yeah, that is... RJ was was bigger than just a game of hockey. He was here in Western New York, Buffalo, Southern Ontario. If he went through the borders, he'd probably be stopping 20 minutes for the traffic would be backed up behind him because he talked to the agent about anything, right? But uh, oh yeah, one thing he, he that... knew everyone, and you know, people felt that they could walk up to Rick. He was approachable. Yeah. And, not, you know, not everybody in the broadcasting business is automatically that way, but, but Rick was. Rick was, was really genuine that way. I remember the first, uh, one of the first calls that I heard of his was during the, I was in the IHL at the time, was during the uh, 75 final, and it was the thrilling call of René Robert's um, overtime winner during the final against Philadelphia. And as a matter of fact, Philadelphia used that call as they told the story of their second championship in two years, the next fall in their film. Back then it was film. And they had Bill Mazur, the sports announcer from New York, uh, narrated. And Rick's call was included in because it was a crazy game. It was the fog game. And um, players like scratch player Peter McNabb told me that he was one of the guys that had to go out at various stoppages during the evening at the odd when the fog rolled in so much. They would take stoppages and and uh, others would go out and skate around the ice and, and try to cause the fog to lift. They would they would bring out, uh, you know, uh, various it was bed sheets, wasn't it? like that. And it, yeah, it was it was strange yeah. <laughs> what they had out there to cause the fog to lift. But Peter was one of them that did that several times. He was a, you know, a, a saber that didn't play as much in his early years, but uh, but that was that was quite a night. And uh, Rick finished it off just like he did May Day. Doc, let me ask you this: um, You did call games spread out over many decades, and Rick did the same thing. You guys are special because you're able to adjust with the times and the game and the changes of the game and the changes in broadcast. Um, how challenging was that for you? And how did you look to somebody like Rick to be able to say, Hey, Nick, this is how we can continue to call games for 50 years. I mean, that's a long time. So how challenging was that for you? And how challenging must it have been for Rick as well? Well, it was, uh, it was awesome. And, and of course, when Rick started, um, the number of teams in the league was was half of what it is now, and so the travel was a little more condensed. There was still you still had to go out to uh, Los Angeles, but the travel continued during the years, and and it never seemed to 
never seemed to phase Rick at all because he he was doing a lot of road games and tapered off his schedule a little near the end, like most of us do. But he was he was making all the trips and doing all the work. And it, even though, unlike yourself, uh, Marty, where we don't sweat much and we don't have to take you know, injections to get us through pain, to get us out on the ice in a playoff series when, when we're pretty well beat up and not 100%, uh, it still is taxing the travel and, and to talk for three hours straight. And probably as you get older, I don't know about his case, but I noticed as I got older, sometimes it took uh, a little longer to bounce back from once I did 10 games and 12 nights and all in different towns. And you you don't uh, rebound from that as fast. But the the thing that Sabres fans will always appreciate is that Rick did. Did he ever? Yeah. Doc, uh, your legacy is so firmly cemented in this game. Uh, we are forever grateful, and you uh, you once again brought the perfect adjectives today to describe the great Rick Jenneret. And I I think I speak for a lot of people when I say I miss hearing your voice too. And uh, we're really, really happy you joined us today. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Do I have a, another half minute or so? You sure yeah. you do. You sure do. Yeah. Um, it's at times like this that I'm reminded of one of my favorite movies. It's, it was back in the last century, though, called Field of Dreams. And at one point, Ray Kinsella, who's played by Kevin Costner, finds himself in a small Minnesota town in the office of the local doctor, Archibald Moonlight Graham, played by Burt Lancaster. And he's trying to persuade the doctor to come with him to play on this special baseball field in Iowa. But the doctor uh, declines, and he says about this little town in Minnesota, and it could be any town, this is my most special place in the world, Ray. Once a place touches you like this, the wind never blows so cold again. You feel for it like it was your child. And that's how R.J. felt about Buffalo and how Buffalo felt about him. I, I'm just glad that I got to work in a booth adjacent to Rick all those years and laugh with him in the press room. Thank you, Doc. That was perfect, as always. Thank you so much for asking me, and for all of those who will also come on later in the day. I'm sure we're going to duplicate a lot of things, but uh, the one constant is our respect for RJ. Thanks a lot for asking me. Thank you, Doc. We hope Amazing. to talk to you soon. Yeah, best to you and your family. Thanks so much. Ooh, Marcus Bellino is yes. going to have some big shoes to feel. Phil, he's... Uh... But you know what? His heart is as big as those words and that beautiful picture that Doc just described, which is the life and impact of one Rick Jenneret, um, the former Sabre whose family uh, ties run so deep to this organization. Marcus Foligno joins us next on Sabres Live. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.